Would you pray with me? God, we are so grateful. We're grateful, God, for the gift of life that's found in Jesus Christ. We're grateful for the freedom that comes, Lord, as we put on your robe of righteousness, Lord, this gift of righteousness that you've given us in Jesus that covers our sin, Lord. We are so grateful for it. We pray today as we celebrate all these missionaries, these ministries, Lord, that spread the good news of your gospel with their actions, with their words, with their lives. We pray your blessing upon them. We pray, Lord, that we would get to know them uh, more today, Lord, and that uh, each of us might have our hearts open, listening for your Holy Spirit to prompt us as to which ministries you're calling each of us to support. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, in this season of Advent, like we heard um, earlier uh, this morning at the Advent Candle, as we anticipate and await the celebration of the birth of Jesus, our Advent theme for today is love, and that is a perfect theme for Navidad Market. For in the end, the kingdom of God is built solely upon God's love. God, in his sovereignty, in Jesus Christ, chose, and he could have chosen many things, but God in Jesus Christ chose for his justice to submit to his mercy. And it could have been the other way around. But that's what happened on the cross. That was God's ultimate act. And as we heard read earlier, right, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And so God's love is the sole motivation behind the daring mission that God undertook in Jesus Christ. And and as we heard Mark read earlier, John later makes clear the connection between God's mission and God's love and our mission and our love when he says, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. That's the robe of righteousness that I was praying about a moment ago. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. What does this loving one another look like? In the 25th chapter of Matthew, Jesus uses a parable to call upon us to serve the least of these. Specifically, he says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty And you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And later in the passage, Jesus says, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did for me. And so we're here to celebrate our 25 mission partners who devoted their lives to serving the least of these, including those who are hungry and in need of food and drink, who are homeless and in need of a place to stay, those in need of clothes and other basic supplies, those who are pregnant or ill or in need of a caring hand, those who have troubled lives and need to learn to make their way in the world. And in this way, these mission partners serve as the hands and feet of the Lord, They're part of our mission, right, as the mission of St. Andrews. And they also teach those they serve to follow Jesus' new commandment, that we would love one another as he has loved us. And so it's my pleasure today to introduce you to the representatives 
of our mission partners who were able to attend today, and to also honor those mission partners, many of whom are far away, who were unable to attend. And so I want to begin by mentioning those who are not able to be here today. Allegro Solutions, Stephen Kristen Jones, Faith Walking, Marcus Leone, Lifehouse, Katie Madden, Reform Evangelist, uh, <laughs> Evangelistic Fellowship, Harold and Sarah Shepian, Teach Beyond, Steve and Terry Pardue, and Thrive, Nola, Chuck Morse. And so uh, you're going to have the opportunity today, there's an opportunity for you to support uh, these different ministries today, but also for those that are not in attendance today, on our website, uh, you can navigate very easily. If you, you go to sahouston.com forward slash Navidad, or you can go to our website and navigate your way there. All the ministries are listed there. There's videos and summaries of them. And you can give online and support different ones. I encourage you, what we started doing a number of years ago with our kids, is we told them that one of their presents was going to be supporting Navidad missions. And so we gave each of them a certain amount of money. And we said, we want you to go and to choose the, the ministries that you want to support. Go learn about those ministries. And part of your gift this Christmas is to give to others. And so maybe those of you who are parents out here, uh, by the way, our children are both in their 20s and we still do this. We still do it. Um, so it is an opportunity for us to teach about support and sacrificial giving, not only to remind ourselves, which we do need to be reminded, but to remind our children as well. And so what I'm going to do now is invite first our internationally focused partners to come forward. And if you'll just come and stand down here on the front on the left side. And I will, um, let me see if I have my. Yeah, here it is. Oh, thank you. Get all my notes. I'm so glad that Steve is here helping me organize this today. Wonderful. And so these are representatives of the different international uh, focused missions that we support. Uh, the first is Laura Lopez here from Action International, uh, where they minister in Papua New Guinea. Laura, tell us a little bit about what y'all do. Um, we provide dental health care to those where there is no dentist and oftentimes no doctor. And um, we use it as a means for sharing God's love and compassion. I've just come back, and on this trip, which was my first trip back after COVID and cancer, my husband's back a few, been back a few times in the last year, we were able to get Natalia, who suffers from neurofibromatosis, big tumors on her face. The Rotary Club in Melbourne, Australia has sponsored her to get um, three surgeries, and she just mm. had a surgery to straighten her leg, and we're just overthrilled with that. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you, Laura. Tim, here representing your daughter, Sarah, with Kids Alive, Sarah and Jeremy. Yeah, so you hold the mic. I don't want it. <laughs> so... Um, Sarah and Jeremy and their four kids are in Beirut, Lebanon. Thank you for keeping me on fire. We don't want you to catch fire. I, I might hear just <laughs> anyway. How many seconds do I have left? You're good. Okay. Keep going. Um, 
So um, they work with at-risk youth, um, mostly between the ages of 6 and 18. There's a residential program at the school where they work. There is also a population that they serve locally just uh, as uh, students that are having trouble finding other schools to go to, and also the Syrian refugee population. And um, you need to ask Sarah about some of her experiences with those. Mm -hmm. This is their 11th year. Mm. Amazing. Ted and Gracie, Ted and Gracie with One Another Missions. Thanks. We're Ted and Gracie, and um, we work and serve in a real in a town called Rio Frio in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. small banana plantation town. And uh, my daughter did this wonderful writing, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> you do it. Uh, John 13, 34, and 35 offers us a one another command concerning relationships with others. What we do is teach, encourage, be devoted to, honor, live in harmony, accept. Instruct, serve, and forgive one another. Love one another is at the core of all of them. Our ministry includes building long-term relationships with the people around us, showing them the love of God through our testimony and through our actions, and walking with them in their daily lives uh, so they can see and, and feel and, and live Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and get to know him at a personal level. And we also do that because we now have a church plant. We planted a church five years ago, and uh, we're still going strong, thank goodness, after COVID. <laughs> and uh, we have many small groups, men, women, children, couples. And uh, we partnership with the local schools uh, to do moral value lessons in the schools. And we are partnering with a seminary in Alabama to do leadership training for local pastors that have never had any. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So, Moving along. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. And with Rafiki, the Magios. Yes. Uh, first of all, let me uh, say thank you all for supporting uh, us for the last 17 years. That's incredible. So I guess you were a new pastor. And I was. You, were, <laughs> you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. Uh, but anyway, uh, yes, we're with Rafiki. We uh, serve in Lusaka, Zambia. And uh, Rafiki works in 10 different African countries. And in each of those countries... We work with the church denominations. We provide them Sunday school materials, uh, pastoral study materials, Bibles. We also do uh, raise uh, children in, uh, in homes. We provide schools and education for them. We provide curriculum for uh, in those, those same church denomination schools. Um, we provide teacher training for young, uh, young uh, people. And also work with vulnerable women and um, widows in uh, uh, developing craft products and then selling them here in the U.S. Uh, through our home office in Orlando. Awesome. Yes, awesome. All through God's grace. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then the Pardues who have been not only missionaries here but kind of grown up here and been a part of St. Andrews for so, so many years. Tell us what you guys are doing now. So we've been involved in uh, training and mentoring and counseling uh, leaders from around Asia, helping to raise them up, help them to grow and develop their ministry among the unreached and the least reached places around Asia. That's incredible. You're so glad you're sure. And Steve and Terry Pardue are our kids. Steve is our son. So Mm -hmm. in case you don't know that connection. Also training leaders. Yeah, in Philippines. 
And so that's one of the ministries that's not represented technically today, but I bet they would be happy to answer any questions you have. <laughs> right? Renee with Bethlehem Ministries. Oh, we have three actually. Yeah. So I don't know who, are y'all all going to say a little yeah. thing? <laughs> well, I think maybe they can fill in what I missed. Uh, so Bethlehem Ministries focuses on Haiti, which a lot of you know about the school there. Um, our focus is really on empowering Haitians and having Haitian-led solutions. Um, so we par- partner with Haitian-led um, organizations for a school, but there's also a clinic which does some amazing um, things and a program that is sort of a combination of economic development, um, reforestation, which is a huge issue and mm-hmm. need in Haiti, um, and kind of meeting the needs of the rural population there. Um, and then also a lot of just basic humanitarian aid, which is always a need there, but has especially been true uh, in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I'm he- here as our Rich and Janet Wheeler, and they they know even more <laughs> than I do because they've been around it longer than I have. So mm-hmm. wonderful, Renee. You okay? Awesome. All right, thank you guys. Can we thank God for the international people that serve? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Kirk, you're with Agape Development and uh, We've, we've spent time with you. A lot of our folks have volunteered with you at different times. So tell us a little bit about what you guys do. So Agape Development is a neighborhood transformation ministry. We're in the neighborhood just south of Third Ward called OST South Union. And uh, almost same time frame, 17, 18 years mm-hmm. ago, my family and I moved into that community. And two-thirds of our staff live there in that neighborhood. And our ministry is about transforming that neighborhood by preparing Christ-following, independent community leaders. That looks like a lot of different things, from children's after-school programming, where we do some things as simple but challenging as helping kids improve their grade-level reading, and we share the gospel with them. And then it gets to really complex things like affordable housing. And uh, one of the members came and shared with me, seeing us in the paper about the community land trust, and many of you prayed for us about that. But our goal is to bring the gospel to bear in a particular neighborhood. And 
all of the different things that God cares about in our lives, which nothing escapes that purview. <laughs> uh, we want to enter into as many of those things in, in practical and, and yet very real eternal ways. And so um, I could tell you a lot of stories about that. But the but coming in prayer together, people prayed at 721 for 77021, our zip code for about two weeks, that God would move at city council, and he did. And and come up to me later, and I'll tell you the whole story. I love that. Yeah. I love that. See, he's leaving you. He, there's mystery there, right? Nice hook, Kirk. Nice. All right, Kirk, with you three. Smart guy with the cliffhanger there. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to thank St. Andrews for close to 30 years of support. Youth Reach Houston operates a full-service, Christ-centered residential program for at-risk, troubled, and delinquent boys. And they're not going to sing, uh, but that's uh, that is that's not all of our guys, but that's a lot of our guys right there, and they're from all over the country, uh, and they come to live at Youth Reach, and uh, they really are amazing because they volunteer to put themselves into a very difficult, very demanding program that does not have a day off. Uh, standing here to my left and to your right is is uh, Xavier Bright, who is our director now of our campus here. Uh, very proud of the the work that Xavier's doing. And I know that my expiration date's coming up, and Youth Reach is in very good hands in the next hmm. generation. So come and uh, meet Xavier. Amen. Amen. And for CCSC, Carla Opperman. Yes. So we are a ministry dedicated to combating the effects of poverty in our community. We do that by providing food and emergency financial assistance for rent, utilities, and medical expenses for families that are in crisis. We also have some youth services and employment programs that are designed to give our families the tools and resources that they need to pull themselves out of poverty and provide a brighter future for their families. And we are so grateful for the many years Mm -hmm. of support from St. Andrews, Mm -hmm. particularly in this time of increasing need in our community. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And Paula Robinson with Crosswalk. Good morning, morning. St. Andrews. I want to thank you on behalf of our board. And I have with me our men's ministry director, Ozzy Owen. I am, again, Paula Robinson. I'm the new women's ministry director at Crosswalk. And Crosswalk got its origin right here. Mm -hmm. So I thank you again from the bottom Mm -hmm. of our hearts that you have started what we're going to try to finish with your prayers and with your support. We are a reentry hub for returning citizens. We provide housing for those men and women coming out of incarceration, wanting to pass, to go on and continue the journey of Christ in their life. And you've initiated that. We're continuing the work that you started. We thank you again for your prayers and your support. We'll tell you more about the houses. We have five men's houses. And our first women's home is due to open in Spring Branch. Awesome. So please come and see us. We can't wait to tell you about it. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Tracy with his father's heart, which is connected to Crosswalk, right? It is. It is. We're actually in the same building. So I get to go upstairs and harass these guys on a regular basis. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I am here representing his father's heart, Houston, where I'm the director of women's ministries. One of the phrases that you'll hear when you walk into his father's heart is moving the microphone from the flesh to the spirit. Meaning, we provide the experience for women who are currently incarcerated or coming out of incarceration to learn how to make decisions 
based on their value rather than the trauma and the contracts with the world that they have used to try to sustain themselves unsuccessfully. So we're a safe place to heal. We're ground zero because you can provide all of the resources in the world, but unless a person's heart is healed, unless they learn who their kingdom selves are, who the person that got, who they are, who their original selves are when they were, you know, first thought of um, by Jesus, they will continue upon the cycle of bad decision-making. So I want to thank you. I'm, I'm here to answer all your questions. I can tell you how, you know, how that happens at his father's heart. And uh, just really fast, I want to say something because I'm so sorry. This is like one second of my 30 seconds. I've been a member here for over 20 years. And to be in the same category with these two, Frank and Rosa Pardue, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I can just like, I can sit down. You know, they were the very first missionaries I ever met. And I'm so excited to be here with them. And then Aid with Hope of the Nations. Awesome, awesome. So it's only 30 seconds, right? It's... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's fine. That's it. Yeah. Think 30 seconds and we'll see how you do. We'll we'll work out. Well, Houston Hope of the Nations focus is to minister to uh, refugees and immigrants from the Middle East Mm -hmm. and recently from Afghanistan. And uh, we provide spiritual support uh, to them. Uh, many of them are uh, Christians and others are Muslims. And we, uh, you know, uh, just teach about who Jesus is and how he has changed our life. We also provide uh, food assistance, uh, transportation, uh, job search. So t- we try to meet their needs. Thank you so much for helping us. Amen. Great job, I. That was perfect. <laughs> and Judy Bristol with Hospitality Apartments. Okay, a lot of you know about the hospitality. How many of you know about the Hospitality Apartments? See, um, St. Andrews has been one of the original supporters of the Hospitality Apartments. We have 46 free apartments in the Houston Medical Center, and some of you know. Um, we have no paid employees. It's strictly volunteer-driven. Um, the other thing is, to get there, you, ha- you have to live 55 miles out of Houston. <laughs> and also, you they must have a caregiver. Right now, we're looking for not only funds, but we're looking for volunteers to serve three-hour shifts. And we're also looking for bingo prizes, right, Carolyn? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, and and those of you who haven't been to the hospitality apartments, I would invite you to come. We're we're at 7300 Bertner, taking Bertner right out. We have mostly MD Anderson patients because they have to stay in Houston three months. And so we're a perfect place for them, and it's a nice place to be. Our youth has recently done two dinners. Thank you, Amy. (laughs) Um, And so they have gotten to know us, too. But it's a wonderful place to volunteer. You just... You just get so much out of it. Harry and I have been doing this for years, right, Harry? (laughs) So anyway, thank you. And by the way, Irene Roden was one of the first volunteers. Some of you know. Know Irene. She got us inspired. That's incredible. Yeah. And so as we're going, I've prayed. And so, you know, it's serious. I've prayed over you already that I'm wanting you to really be thinking, where is God leading you? 
Where's God leading you? Which organizations is God leading you? It's amazing. Isn't it the breadth of what is going on, right, in these mission organizations we support? Uh, Seafarer's Center, Jeffrey Baldwin. Hey, good morning, St. Andrews. Ours is at the Houston International Seafarer's Center. We're a ministry of presence, a presence not only in our center, but mainly on board ships. We visit 80 to 90 ships a day mostly, and that's serving people from various ecclesiastical backgrounds. Um, We have a center, but we also have needs for volunteers, books, magazines, and uh, et cetera. So come come ask me later about Ukrainians and Russians. Incredible. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And Joven with InterVarsity. InterVarsity is a campus ministry that has a vital presence on over 700 campuses um, in the United States. Um, We do uh, believe Charles Malik's quote that you change the university and you change the world. And so as we share God's love on these campuses, our vision is to see students and faculty transformed and campuses renewed and world changers developed. I um, personally serve in a behind-the-scenes role of spiritual formation and prayer, serving our staff in four states, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. And I'm blessed um, to be serving as a missionary from Ghana for the past 20 years with this amazing campus ministry. Thank you, Jonah. And then Leah with The Landing. Yes, good morning. So I get to work at The Landing where we serve and walk alongside survivors of human trafficking. We have three different programs. Um, We have our drop-in center where our adult clients can come in, receive services, direct services like therapy. Um, We can meet their basic needs. We also have our youth advocacy program where we respond out in the field in Harris County and the seven surrounding counties as well. And then we also do outreach where we do street outreach and court outreach here in Houston. So I'd love to tell you more. Mm-hmm. So the landing is our newest ministry. We've just started supporting you guys. We are so excited. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And then Marla with Peachaz. Hi, I am with Presbyterian Children's Home and Services, thus the Peachaz. <laughs> we, uh, we train individuals to be foster parents. We place foster children with those parents. And then we have programs now that go out into the homes where a family is in crisis. What these MSWs do, our staff people, is they prevent the home from breaking apart and those children going into the foster care system. If any of you have been following the news, you have probably seen about the the incredible amount of children that are in foster care that are now living either at CPS offices or at hotels where CPS workers were, are actually watching them. So please, if you can find it in your heart to uh, help foster children, uh, we would be so blessed. Mm. And you have supported us for many years, so I, can, I have to say thank you. Oh, of course. Brandon Walker with the Summer Institute. Amen. So um, our mission is to encourage, empower, and equip under-resourced middle school students to become uh, diligent scholars and faithful leaders in their community. And so what that looks like is uh, for five weeks in the summer, we have a very 
intensive program where we see students in five weeks in the summer experience as much as five months worth of academic growth. But we walk alongside them spiritually, social, emotionally for those five weeks and then two Saturdays a month during the academic year. And so our students give up their summers and their Saturdays to be able to learn and grow and get closer to God in the process. Um, and if that mission kind of resonates with you, it, it should, right, because it was born out of a huddle, a Bible study uh, from this very church. Mm. So always a pleasure to talk to the members uh, from that time so long ago when Teresa was encouraging us to launch this uh, to now, you know, six years later where we've grown, you know, more than 400 percent since that first uh, inaugural okay. summer. So grateful to talk to you guys more about that. And I'm on the board of that ministry. Happy to talk to you as well. Love, love what you're doing there. And then Scott with Children's Activity Center. You challenged me to 30 seconds. 30 seconds, guys. He, he challenges a preacher to 30 seconds. Tell love, me. Love tell you. me what's going on. Love you it's too. good to be here again. Yeah. 30 seconds. When I was a kid, my parents didn't know Jesus Christ from the telephone pole. Someone knocked on my door, a neighbor. Took me to church in their station wagon, and I met Jesus at a Sunday school. We are Sunday school teachers, and I'm a bus driver. I drive dirty old buses. I pick kids up and take them to church, or if they refuse to get on the bus, I go to see them. That's the ministry, Children's Activity Center. That was fantastic, Scott. (laughs) I think that was 30 seconds. What I would love to do, you guys, the breadth of what we and our, so our, out of our budget, we tithe on every dollar that comes into this church. So 10% goes back out, and this is what that money goes toward. And I am so grateful for your generosity that supports it, but also the opportunity to volunteer and support. And so I want us to invite all the members, the international and local folks to come with me down the center aisle. We're going to gather around and pray for them as we... Uh, finish off this portion of the service. Yeah, come on down the aisle, guys, so we can get a, surround you. And if you guys, if everyone else will stand up and surround us and put a hand on a shoulder near you. Almighty God, we are so grateful, uh, Lord, for the kingdom work that is happening all over our city, our country, the world, because of these people, the organizations that have been founded and called to spread your kingdom good news, Lord. We are so grateful. We pray, Lord, for those that are represented here today and for those that couldn't be here. We pray for each of these 25 ministries, Lord. We ask in the power of your spirit that you would fill them with your wisdom, with your love, with your mercy, with your grace, that, Lord, when people see them, they encounter the kingdom. And it draws them unto you, Lord. We know that is the heart of each and every one of these ministries, even in all their diversity. And so we ask, God, that your spirit would unite us and that we, together, would be your kingdom for the world, Lord. And so I pray, Lord, for generous hearts from each and every person here today, Lord, that we would come alongside these ministries and support them with our time and our talent and our treasure, Lord, so that they can keep pressing forward in the name of Jesus. And all God's people say, 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, you guys. Let's give God thanks for all the ministries. Amen.